He's whiny. <laughs> yeah, like he sounds like such a bitch. Anyway, I found out Sam Hyde follows me. I got to start the episode off with the fucking <laughs> a little shill. Maybe we can get him yeah, on. Dude, that's a big one. That Maybe is we, a big one. Yeah. Maybe we can get him on. I think that's that'd be lit. But yeah. Dude, Sam Hyde, Sam Hyde on a podcast would actually be kind of scary because like there's a good chance that he joins instead of being like, uh, hey guys, like what's up? Like I've always really enjoyed you. And like, I think you've got a great Twitter presence. Like love your <laughs> vibe, bro. He's actually just like, dude, you're like a fucking idiot. Like Lucas, I've seen your gay ass profile picture <laughs> all over the timeline. It's always some queer shit, man. I fucking hate you, dude. I've been yeah. waiting for you to kill yourself, man. Every day I wake up and I say, he seems like he's a little bit closer to the edge. And I just cross my fingers that, you know, maybe today's the day. <laughs> like, but in, in when it's coming from him, though, it's kind of like a it's like a vouch. He's like vouching for your your, your quality. You I know? mean, but which quality is he vouching for? Right. Uh, he's he's vouching for, uh, I don't know, your comedic presence. I feel like if a com comedian shits on you, that's like out of love. I, I guess yeah it's like they do it to their wives right yeah they do it to everyone they love <laughs> and who am i am i really better than his wife is if his wife has to deal with it then so do we yeah so true i guess i don't know if he That's... has a wife but all comedians do it to their wives i'm impressed that some of them keep wives if you think about it because I don't, I don't remember women being great at taking jokes but well so the thing is i've met a lot of women who i thought were great at taking jokes and what i actually realized was they're great at taking abuse <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's true though actually that's actually really true because like every time i think a girl is good at taking jokes she basically like just comes out later like a year or two later she's like you really hurt my like i really like, yeah yeah yeah, really yeah. Like, i them. was like i was like oh yeah dude she's just one of the bros and then like six months later she has like a mental meltdown <laughs> she's like crying like oh my god lucas like i can't take this anymore <laughs> i'm like holy shit Oh no! <laughs> you didn't get it. Yeah, no, dude. I, if I could, I wish I could just tell you the people I'm thinking of right now. When like, just like, I really just thought you hated this, that, and the other thing about me. I'm like, no. What? Why would I be hanging out with you if I thought if I hated you? you what do you like? Do I really seem like the person who would just like fucking just shit on you all day and still hang out with you anyway? If I didn't yeah, actually I, just I, like you, it is. It is weird because like it's all it's all real. Like they're always right about everything, right? Like, uh, and this like I, I tweeted about this earlier. Like, uh, so at some point this week, I basically said, like, if you have uh, an insecurity about something, it could better be thought of as just like something that's true that you need help coping over. Like, how, <laughs> how often do you find someone who's like, oh, like I'm insecure over my weight. And it's like, well, actually, you're just like fat, right? Like, mm -hmm. it's not you're, you're accurately assessing the problem. And then you're like reacting to it. And instead of saying, like, I want to fix this, you're saying, like, I need you to help me cope. Right. Like, yeah. It's, uh, that's true. You're like, oh, I wish I had bigger boobs or a bigger ass. And you're like, I mean, I guess so. But I don't know if that it doesn't necessarily, you don't necessarily need it on your frame. But I can I guess you're not wrong. Yeah. Per se. Yeah. I don't know, man. I have uh, I've had a lot of and this is like one of those things, too, where like you were saying, OK, well, they uh, they're like they, they think that you hate them because you're spending time with them and like saying stuff to them. Right. But yeah. like that's like the base litmus test. It's like, am I spending time with you and giving you attention or am I not? Right. Like this has mm -hmm. been if, if, if you're one of our six female listeners right now, this is the key to understanding whether any male likes you is does he give you attention without you having to beg for it? Simple. Even if yeah. it is negative attention, in a way, it's still positive attention. Yeah. The Even currency if it's is negative attention. attention. He's just like in second grade and he's flirting with you and he's doing it badly. Yeah. Listen, and you know, the, 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 the instinct to pull girls' hair doesn't really go away ever. Even when you're 30 years old, you're kind of just no, wanting to actually, it actually, <laughs> <laughs> that playground instinct still exists forever. It's so true. <laughs> it's always so true. I don't know. I, uh, the, the girls are just really funny. Like they, I don't know what it is about them, but they just make the best reactions for being harassed i don't know why it's you probably i was i was talking to someone the other day i i wound up in like an eight hour phone call with uh one of our mutual friends the mm -hmm. other day and she was like uh 
you know, Verse said something to me the other day. I was like, why do you always antagonize me? And he said, it's because you're so reactive. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, yeah, yeah. And I was like, uh, this whole time we have both been thinking about the same exact person, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. I had a good, uh, cause you know, like, I, I don't know if you're familiar of like what her opinion of me has been, but she thought that I was like a 1488, like Hitler heiling, like neo-Nazi for a little while. Uh-huh. Uh, and I, I guess she's starting to realize that like all of that stuff was entirely because, uh, I was just dating somebody who was really insecure of, uh, of like other women who looked any other type of way. And so I was like, nah, babe, like this is the best. And all of the other, and all of the other ones, like she was white. So all of the other ones were other races. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, like fuck them, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and so it like, it like transmogrified me into like a presenting like a uh, white supremacist. Right. And, <laughs> and it's so much funnier because like uh, all of this started because it was like, where did the insecurity come from? Right. It was because she saw pictures of my exes and like 75% of them were like ethnic. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it was this weird, uh, like snake eating its own tail mm -hmm. situation where, uh, yeah, you know, you know, it just, it just, yeah, you gotta, sometimes you gotta just fucking throw shots, you know, to make your girl happy. Whom, whom's among us? Oh no, I don't like her boobs. They're too big or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, that was so, <laughs> oh my God. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I don't have to pretend to like fucking flat chests. It is a very, there's a very much a public facing like facade that happens to a relationship, especially when it's all especially, and that's the especially problem. Especially when they know your fucking Twitter, right? Like that's the thing. If you're, <clears throat> if you're like, if, if if I'm dating anybody and they find out what my Twitter account is, suddenly like every tweet, like I can't, I can't do like dating takes. I can't do takes about like any other type of trait that isn't their thing, right? Like I can only say positive things about traits that my girlfriend has or else she comes to me like crying and saying like, why do you fucking hate my eyebrows or something? And I can only do negative things about things she doesn't have, right? Mm -hmm. Or else it like, it just makes my life impossible. So now, and then, and then you break up with that person, right? And now you're in this situation. <laughs> now, now you're in this bizarre situation where like, uh, as soon as you end, you revert to like what your actual expressed preferences are. And like right now I'm in a situation where I'm not dating anyone who knows what my Twitter is. And I Perfect. think she's like, she's like asked to see it. And I've like explained, uh, you know, I, I, I've basically no, keep it that way. Like, yeah, no you know, no Twitter like, for you. Yeah, we just we don't we don't need we do we don't need to do that. I, I basically explained that it is going to be spiritually harmful for you to see my tweets because I just post random bullshit and like I post random bullshit about like every every trait, right? And mm -hmm. so like you're going to catch strays and you're going to look at it and you're going to say, Does this guy hate me? And the answer is no. But I won't be able to convince you of that because yes. you will be in a state of spiritual unrest, right? Yeah. So it's it's literally better if you just never look. I yeah. can tell you it, but you should just you you just should not look at it. Mm -hmm. This is a this is a deep Lindy truth of with Twitter is that your your girl just never needs to see it. It doesn't even matter if like I, I'm not there. You're not necessary. In fact, I'm I can dare I can probably say I almost never will say anything negative about my girl on Twitter because it breaks my character. Right? Yeah, no. <laughs> but even still, they're still gonna find something. Well, like, even if I even if I like fucking hated their guts, it's not something where I would like like I might I might do like a tweet about like a specific negative trait, but I would never like say, oh, like, fuck this bitch. Right. Yeah. Like nothing is ever like specifically about a person. Yeah. It, also, it, it doesn't go well with like the vibes on the account. Right. If you start just becoming like the the I hate I hate my wife. Yeah. It's like, like you yeah. fucking no one wants to see that. And then you just get yeah. you don't grow anyway. And now that Twitter is monetized, bro, come on, stop it. It's yeah, all I mean, about the growth I, now. It's, it's so much a vibe thing too, though, right? It's just not fun to read like super turbo anger seethe all the time, right? And it's not like, a, well, I, I need to stop. Ref I, I keep refreshing the price on, uh, on a certain coin that we on, can advertise later. On Bitcoin too? Yeah. Or on, oh yeah. We, we got yeah. the new, that's the deepest alpha. I don't know if we can explicitly advertise it because I think that makes it, uh, I don't know if YouTube likes that, but. That is the Bitcoin 2 is Satoshi's vision. So 
Yeah, I mean, he fucked up the first part and he was like, that's the thing. Like if a founder comes out and they're they're too scared to dox their identity, like it's sort of a sure sign that they're not uh, they're not like fully standing behind whatever product they've released. Right? Absolutely. So, like, the, the original Bitcoin, we don't know who Satoshi Nakamoto is because he understood that he fucked up. Right. Yeah. Uh, Bitcoin it's too slow. Too, it's Bitcoin too expensive. Too, yeah, there's there there have been a lot of uh, improvements to the technology backing it, and uh, he he's finally been willing to come out and name himself. Yeah, Bitcoin two, Bob Laxative, the the future, <laughs> the future of technology, the future, the future of finance, the future of uh, my retirement, the future of your retirement too, if you act quickly. Yeah, that's the thing. This, this probably gets uh, edited out, I guess. I don't know if we can. I I, I I mean, by the time it comes out. I guess tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know if it needs to be edited out. I think you're. I leave. We. We. I guess we shill open exchange all the time. We do shill open exchange. I don't know if we shill. I'm, I mean, I. I shill ox, dude. I would like to say also, isn't it epic? How, uh, isn't it epic? How we literally have like a meme coin name for like an actual token with utility, like ox. Yeah, ox is actually it's the bull just case. Like, the bull case yeah. for utility tokens. Yeah, it's really like. I don't know, man. There was a there was a big war in order to get Ox picked over OPN as the token ticker. OPN's cringe. That it's sounds very like it sounds very like sterile. It's like, oh yeah, open token, open exchange token. No. It's so obvious and intuitive. And it's like, yeah, I, I guess. I guess, dude. Whatever. Obvious and intuitive. Like, no, you don't wanna cause you don't wanna like shill. You can't shill something that's obvious and intuitive. It's like I know, it's like it's, it's like, like it's uh, the, what's it called? Uh chain link. Chain link is very, very useful. In fact, every single company uses chain link. But it's very, I mean, they try, they used to shill like the, you know, the linkies, the Marines and whatever. Yeah. But now we can't shill link. It's too obvious and intuitive. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, every, everybody knows what it is. It's a, this is the specific reason that, uh, Sonic, Harry Potter, Sonic 10, Obama, whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right? Yes. That one. That's the specific reason that it did so well is because it's like totally incongruent and it needs you to explain it. The explanation, <laughs> the explanation itself eventually becomes uh, like hyper mimetic. Yeah. Right? The explanation is the act is the sales pitch. You know what it's I'm saying? It's the same thing with like Remelia releasing like the huge, the huge Fumo dolls. Right, and they're like, uh, yeah, the dolls you know, are these cool. like twenty, the twenty-seven foot dolls, right? And, you know that uh, they're making the dolls for, uh, for Bitcoin too. That's did, funny. Did yeah. you see that? No. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's uh it's really, it's a Sonic with like the, um, with the red fucking meme boots that everyone, the Astro Bay boots that everyone's wearing now. That is cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, and everyone, everyone just like there was one group chat that I was in that accidentally spawned the po- the copy pasta where they were like. Dude, okay, like explain to me right now why a doll is worth $50,000. And some guy just responded saying like consider the size of the doll. <laughs> and, and like it just it just became like that was it, right? Like consider that was the, the marketing pitch. Consider the size. <laughs> it's a big fucking doll. Yeah, it's 20 27 feet, bro. It's not it's it's actually like 27 inches, but uh you know, there's gonna, there's definitely gonna be one, one-off commission of like a massive. You one gotta do one twenty-seven foot, right, oh. right, and it gets, it gets delivered to somebody in like this massive truck with like an air-chilled bed. That's and gonna it, end up in a museum. The doors, yeah, they I open the doors it. and the smoke pours out, and uh, they deliver it, and the person's like freaking out. They're like, "Oh my god, like I can't fit this in my apartment. What the fuck am I gonna do?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you remember that guy who. Uh, the guy who bought like 80 tons of egg futures or whatever. And he like, yes, he had all the eggs. To, yeah, he had to like <laughs> take personal custody. And he like posted about it on Reddit and everyone was like, bro, can I buy like two dozen? He was like, fuck you, two dozen? Fuck you, dude. You better be buying at least 600 pounds or fuck you, dude. Dude, that's so funny about the commodity futures having to actually buy the feed oh my god i wish I that no like idea that was real oh that's so real because typically speaking you just like it moves between different fucking like uh bank owned farms so it's okay to do that because there's no actual person used you like making the trades that's why they kind of like gate it because yeah. you, you have to have like a, a, a like what is it, over a million dollars you have to be like an accredited investor right so you have to have like over a million dollars which oh, you is, do, yeah, yeah to, to uh, officially to trade futures. So you have yeah. to have over a million dollars in order to trade that many eggs. Yeah, like that. That was a that was a financial decision that they made. Yeah, they yeah. Said, you like, can't trade any uh, said, like, commodities. You can't responsibly 
fuck with <laughs> this many cartons of eggs unless you have at least one million dollars yeah. liquid. <laughs> Actually, I think it's two, I think it's a quarter mil liquid, a million dollars in assets. Oh, the U.S. government really uh, yeah. strikes again, right? You know, they listen. They're trying to keep it, make it safe for the app. You know, for the. Yeah, they don't. They don't want somebody to get scammed buying and selling <laughs> quantities of eggs that they don't understand. How do you verify they understand it? One million dollars. That's all you need. That's the golden ticket right there. The golden ticket. Yeah, the, be uh, kind of funny. It'd be kind of funny. Like, imagine you, uh, like, you're like, why, why couldn't, why couldn't you do it with less money? And you're like, well, what you don't understand is that concrete poured in low income areas is typically only four inches thick, and it isn't until you get to the upper middle class neighborhoods that they bump the thickness to six inches. And if we deliver mm-hmm. six tons of eggs onto your thin ass ghetto concrete, <laughs> that shit is going to crack on contact. <laughs> that's 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 the real that's the real fucking red pill right there i have i've been really good at coming up with bullshit explanations for uh all sorts of things lately man that would be fucking hilarious if that was real though you have the authentic you have the uh the credibility because you're your your um life that was real every everything oh, that, that is real there, no the concrete thickness thing that was real that's like, so funny when, <laughs> when, when contractors <laughs> When they when they shirk on uh, the concrete, that's what they'll do is they won't put in rebar and they'll make it four inches instead of six inches. And then like, you know, like I found this out about mine is that the people who lay my driveway last, they fucking scammed the piss out of whoever my previous homeowner was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I found this out because I had a, a delivery of like tons and tons of river rocks that I was going to put around my uh, like landscaping in the back. And oh, okay. uh, I was like, when they yeah. when they dropped all of the river rocks off, it just like fucking BTFO an entire corner of my concrete. It was nuts. It was like it was like instant. Uh, you know those stress testers they have where they like uh, they like it's like a hydraulic stress test that uh-huh. gradually increases the pressure on stuff until like uh, material breaks or snaps or whatever. Yeah, and it was like it was like witnessing that, but uh, only the part where it blows up. Right? That's so funny. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay, yeah. Well, that's what you get for ordering a bunch of rocks, in fairness. I know, yeah. What, what <laughs> that's your expect, fault. Right? <laughs> they were like, where do you want this? And I was like, oh, uh, like here works? And they were like, I... <laughs> they just, I... Wham. <laughs> it just fucking explodes. Yeah. That's so I'm awesome. probably going to have to drop like five grand on a new driveway or something soon. I don't know, man. That sounds like somebody else's problem to me. <laughs> I actually, I, I just said five grand randomly. I don't fucking know how much it costs. It probably doesn't cost that much to, to replace concrete. Well, if you want to do a shitty job again, I can't imagine. I, mean, I know that's the thing. Well, why not do a shitty job, right? I feel like you could just do that yourself. You have you fucking weld in your in your garage. Why can't you just buy concrete and mix it? In I'm finally world? selling off all my scrap metal and welding shit and all like all of you know like all of the stuff that has been like. It was cool having a house because I became like some sort of weird. Uh, mechanic guy mm-hmm. yes but now it's like you know like i had to get my my brake rotors and brake pads changed recently and i was just like, mm-hmm. really like no um, you know what actually i know for a fact that you could just do this, this yourself because i remember growing up my neighbor no, it's easy as shit but I, yeah. I was just like dude like two hours on the dip yeah it's like two hours in the yeah. sun well it's you just gotta a rent a little you gotta rent a little ass, concrete like, mixer you have oh, no, laying laying concrete would be like a massive pain in the ass on my own and like you can fuck up a lot uh so like my town has dirt that settles really hard mm. and there's some sort of like weird uh black magic that you have to do in order to like pack the ground and get it right and shit like that and so like nobody around here nobody around here lays their own concrete uh i don't know if that's real and like honestly if i was gonna sell the house within the next year it just wouldn't matter at all but also like do I really want to be like, you know, like I've already got to fucking paint the walls and I've got to get rid of all the like, like I have a home gym and that's just like disassembling that is going to be such a pain in the ass. Yeah, the gym part sounds fucking horrible. And going around and like fixing all of the electrical and it's just like, uh, I don't know. You have, you have a fucking, you have a real, I would just pay someone, honestly, for this sounds like a hassle and you could probably go to Home Depot and uh, get this for $15 an hour if you really, if you know a few words in Mexican. Yeah, that is actually probably true. This is actually, I mean, this is, I, I say this as a joke, but also in reality, this is just what my family does because they speak Spanish. They hit up the Home Depot and they're just like, yo, I'll pay you $20 an hour. And they're like, oh yeah, what are they way? And they just fucking, they get like hella good uh, service and then they give you the card and it's like, boom. And they like don't skimp on it because you're like giving them $20 an hour. Damn. 
Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe I should try that. I don't. Yeah, think, yeah. I don't think my area has a ton of uh, Home Depot Mexicans. Is the only thing. Like I'm talking uh, about yeah. going to Home Depot, and that shit's like 90 uh, minutes away or something. Oh, d- Jesus Christ! Okay, yeah. The, <laughs> I don't know if driving an hour and a half it makes it worth it. But yeah, I know. Then an hour and a half weeks away. Uh, Forty-five. Yeah, forty-five dollars an hour. It's suddenly. Yeah, you gotta you gotta start spiking it up at that point. I'm paying these guys a fucking uh, like that's like a an engineering buyer level one salary right there. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's basically, that's like roughly what I, what most jobs would be paying if you work in like tech. If you're not like an actual programmer, I guess, but like 40 something. Well, I think, I think that's like the clerical job weight wage ish, right? Like, what is that? That's like 90 K or something like that sounds, that sounds about right for like, if you're going to be like someone who does, uh, like, like what I said, like engineering buying. Like yeah. you're, you're contacting people uh, and just like handling logistics and stuff and not doing anything like super technical. You're in Excel all day. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Writing documentation, shit like that. Yeah. It's like level. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that is it. Dude, I had, I have currently have one milligram of nicotine gum in right now. And I've got to say it's, it's chilled it, right? It's well, it's chilled me out too much, dude. Like I can feel my, like my, my rate of speaking has gone down way too much. Oh, yeah, it's because you have it. I guess it does slow your speaking down, but I feel like I don't feel chill when I'm on nicotine. I feel like my, my thoughts are flying a million hours, miles a second. Really? Yeah, I don't really feel like my brain power goes down, like chills out whatsoever. I just always feel a little bit slow and weird. Like oh, I it, does love, message your, I, it does I mess with your body. Like your, um, it has like muscle, muscular... It fucks with that oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah, you don't want to like nicotine, and then lifting is like the worst. It fucking sucks, dude. Yeah, but nicotine, and then uh, typing. And, right, that's what I was gonna say. Like anytime I'm writing on a computer or doing like anything like that, dictation, uh, creative writing, etc. Great stuff. I guess it's, it's uh, fucking performance enhancing. Some PDEs for uh, for chess playing. For chess playing. Oh, absolutely. If I ever start, if I get on a little losing streak, I pop a little nicotine, then boom, and that's, and I uh, come out, I dig myself out of the hole real quick. That's kind of fun. Yeah. I, it's actually kind of, uh, it sucks that they don't let people smoke in like professional chess anymore. They used to just play chess and just like rip cigarettes the whole time. They have now, to use like nicotine patches now. They have to yeah, use like the, the gay actually, stuff. I don't even think they let them do that anymore. Because I know that if you're oh, on did Adderall, they, did they, that's actually, just, they actually banned nicotine. Yeah, I think they like actually did ban it. Because I know that they banned Adderall for sure. That's considered PEDs for chess. Even though it doesn't actually improve your chess playing at all. It just makes you be able to sit there longer. But, <laughs> so you know, but they have like, you know, they're playing like classical games. That's like an eight hour session. So it's not the worst thing to be on. But yeah, they so did like, ban actually. They banned wakefulness drugs. They that's like what they want to <laughs> test. Like yeah. in order to compete in the Grandmaster Chess Olympiad, you have to be willing to sit here for damn near like sixteen hours, right? Like that's yeah. well, they let you walk around. Be, be they let you walk around, like, yeah. You I'm, not gonna let you fucking, I'm not gonna let you fucking sit here on your own, right? You have to be sitting here with someone else, paying attention to the board, mapping it all out. You've got to be attentive. Oh, so you know what they do instead? What they do is they don't sit there. They like play their move and then they start walking around and they like walk. That actually they'll, makes they'll be sense. Like, room. I would I would do that. That makes so much sense. Oh yeah, a lot of them they have like a lounge and they like walk around in the other room and they start like pacing and shit. Yeah, and they just you like think about the blood them. flow. I, I think about that all the time when uh, when I'm podcasting, right? Which is my most mentally strenuous activity. That I <laughs> so I'm always I'm always like I'm I'm sitting here right now and I'm thinking like, well, dude, like the things that you're producing with your brain right now would be a lot more interesting if you got up and you know got some blood flow going on, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I should stand up here. It definitely helps. Like I mean, obviously, since you can't smoke anymore, that's the next best thing. They all start pacing. They all start fucking talking to themselves. It's kind of it's kind of boss. I'm trying to start pacing. Raise my mic stand, but my mic cord is too small, so I can't pace with it. You get the most powerful version Lucas Power podcast ever. We both were pacing. I feel like when I sit down, though, I feel very like I feel very much like I'm on like a talk show. I feel like I'm an anchorman, and then I have I feel more like in character. 
Yeah, when I when I'm standing up, I definitely feel like I'm I'm like a singer in a band, right? Mm-hmm. Like I have the, I have this sense that uh, I'm I'm effing up by talking to you, and like the whole there's a crowd in front of me, and they're wondering like this guy seems kind of awkward. Like why isn't he like swaying to the rhythm? Like why won't he start singing? Like he's been doing the he's been doing the intro for the last ninety minutes. Like when is he going to get to the music? Mm. Yeah, no, I like to sit down. I like to feel like I'm a, I feel like um I like put myself mentally like I'm on like fucking Bill Maher. Even though I find Bill Maher annoying, I've always thought his show was like the ideal show to have. It's like you're sitting there, you get a monologue a little bit, you have a panel of people you disagree with, you just get to yell at each other all day, That's and you can just fun. talk over each other. It's great. It always gets like one Republican or two Republicans and like one lib, and then he just like argues with them the whole time. And I'm like, this is the fucking best show ever. I love this show. Should we have someone that we just hate on? Absolutely. We should get Elon. Well, that won't work because like, I think she's based. <laughs> you like her. Yeah. But that's why she, that actually will make her more likely to come on though. Cause you know, I she has you on her side. I don't, I don't know if I like her enough to follow her. Uh, oh no, I wouldn't follow her. She's annoying, but right. But it's just like, it's one of those things where if everyone hates somebody, uh, and especially if they're like rationalization for hating her is like, Oh, she's like a demonic whore. Then I'll be like, you know, like that's kind of base. This right? is your problem. Like, this is your yeah. problem. See, this is coming back to bite you now. <laughs> okay okay yeah yeah, yeah i i do <laughs> okay i i see what you're i see what you're getting at here and i <laughs> i realize that this may be something stemming from a belief that i have uh recently realized comes with some sort of uh you know the rose has its thorns right? <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> maybe this isn't the type of person we need to be uh we we need to be idolizing is based yeah see so, uh yeah that's that's actually a big thing for me dude <laughs> <laughs> you just came in with like a baseball bat yeah, this just, is the thing uh, I'm, the, I'm the therapist here you know yeah dude oh my goodness okay we're gonna have to we're gonna have to work on some uh like how do i how do i recategorize this thought now based on yeah. that that specific knowledge Maybe we can find someone else. Though. Who who would be? A, I feel like we can find a cool guest. We gotta think of one. Z said he'll come on though, so we can have him soon. But we like him. Yeah, that'd be cool. I think. Well, I I think really like. I don't. I think something that would be really fun for us would actually be having someone on who's like totally unrelated, and we have like no fucking clue like what they're doing or like uh, anything like that. And it's basically like a cognitive test for us to see how quickly we can understand like an entirely new domain, right? Mm-hmm. Like we, we bring in someone who's like a, uh, like they, they do professional like jointery for like carpentry or something like that. Right. Okay. And we like have to try and understand, I mean, that one, that one might be hard because that's something yeah, I don't that, know like, where to find carpenters, but yeah, I mean that, that's one of those things that's probably going to be like hard to understand. Uh, like, like they're, it's, it's not going to be like a super vocal, uh, like intellectual thing that they're describing to us. Mm-hmm. Like we probably have to be more like a, uh, like some sort of an academic subject because you know like a, a carpenter isn't going to be able to like explain things that are like physically done that well but know? here's the thing though with academic subjects i feel like i've dabbled with enough of them i don't know if i can find a completely alien domain maybe we asked rux i bet rux knows somebody dude we oh, should have rux rooks. on actually, rooks actually we should, is what her name is straight rooks. up invite rooks on the podcast <laughs> Yeah, let's do that. Actually, that's just fun. just her voice flat out will be like, uh, you know, like we could we could clip that shit for ages and ages and ages. And I think she'd love to come on. Yeah, fine. might as well. Fuck it. We need some we need some fresh blood on here. We haven't had a guest in forever. She's also like one of the most insane judges of character too. Uh, that surprisingly, I, that I, she is surprisingly good at it. Yeah, we'll get her. We'll, we can get her on. We need to get a few. There's a few people we need to come on at, actually, because now that we've had like, I guess, like 20 episodes in a row now with no guest. Right. And people like the guests. Yeah, now. they like the guests. People are getting a little tired of us. They're like, you know, this Lucas guy, he clearly likes to listen to himself talk. And like, I mm-hmm. love him too, but you know, maybe not as much as he loves himself. <laughs> yeah, see? Yeah, I think we need some, we need some crypto guests. We'll do Z. We got to find, we can get Rooks. Uh, we can get DJ Harambe, the other Z. Who's like, who the hell is DJ Harambe? He's the Pepe guy. Oh, uh, I never heard of him. Uh, fuck it, let's get him on. He's let's basically the guy who like single-handedly memed Pepe from like, I don't know, like uh 300k market cap to like 500 million. I do think it, the market do it. over from there, but like he he was basically like the initial 1500x. Fuck it, let's get a little, let's get some meme lords on here. 
Uh, I don't know if you'd want to come on a podcast. That's the other thing with all these crypto people is like if they have substantial money on chain and then you say, hey, bro, do you want to come on a podcast? They're like, I don't know about, uh, you know, like I don't really want to chill my voice or anything. And because like it becomes a thing where if people like recognize them, they'll like try and like kill them. Or that's shit, true. Right? Yeah, that's a good point. I feel like, I don't know. That's why you got to get the OPSEC. I mean, I guess the voice is the OPSEC. That's why they don't want to show it. Yeah, um, and that's that's the issue too. Is like I don't know. This is something that like like AI is like wow, like it's really awesome. Like AI can do all this cool stuff where you like dictate and it like reads your shit out or it like comes up with text messages and it's like, dude, like fuck you. I want an AI that makes a voice changer that sounds like not horse shit, right? Like that's like the one thing I need is like some sort of algorithmically uncipherable voice changer, and nobody can do this. It's like if I want to change my voice and have it be actually like uh like you can't just remove the filter like it's not it's not just like as simple as like one click denoising well here's the thing the though voice below you can it, just do the thing i did on my podcast with um if you just pitch the voice in a in a way that is like logical that people won't even know that they have a voice pitch changer on right as long as you just don't tell people that the voice has changed like oh, for people, oh so you're you're basically saying do a ghost filter but like if you yeah. do know then they can figure it out yeah but they won't know that is the thing so like let's say that like what i usually just do is change the for a couple of people i've had on i just didn't say it was a voice so basically just eq them hard oh no well you can eq them but there's actual like a thing to change the actual key that their voice is in so if their voice is normally in an f or whatever you can change it to a, a d and now they just sound like a different person it's funny also because you could uh like you can pitch this to them as I'm going to make your voice sexier, right? Yeah, that's what I did. That's what I usually did to a few dudes. I just made it deeper. Um, yeah, like you can either make them you can either make them sound like more like a twink or more like a Chad. Yeah, you want to make them sound more like a dudes would prefer the Chad shift, but yeah, uh, I keep it that way. But yeah, if you just change the, the key to the voice, it um is surprisingly really effective just because no one's going to assume that you did the voice change to them. But now we've it. talked about it. So everyone's going to assume it. Yeah. We, uh, yeah. They're going to go back and they're going to, they're going to rip the audio stream from every guest we have. And they're going to randomly assign it different pitches. And they're going to go and compare it to that of the voice of everyone that they know in their real lives until they finally find the match. Right. Yeah. You know, when, I, when I say it like this, it's like, that's actually like a big ass, like, like logistic cipher. Yeah. You have to go through. So it's a pain actually, in the ass. It actually is yeah, effective. Yeah. A huge, it's a huge pain in the ass. And especially if you don't do it like a, a full step, if you do a, if you do like a two and a half step, so instead of like a D, if their voice is an F, you change it to a fucking D, but it's do not a D, it's a D sharp. Talk, like, do people normally talk on like a pitch? Yeah, they have a, they have their, they're in a specific pitch. Yeah. They're like in a specific pitch, but is, is it usually like, uh, like you're directly on like a, or are you usually going to be like between like a and a sharp or something like yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. You're, there's a, there's a range that your voice is typically in. That's how people okay. know what singers, right? If you're going to be an alto or a soprano or whatever. I didn't so, know that. Yeah, yeah. So like everyone's speaking voices within a certain key. And if you just change the key, some arbitrary, like, you know, double blind step, then no one will know the difference. Hmm. You know, just a little bit of, that's my, hey, listen, I, I you know, I, I'm in crypto. I know, I know a few uh, OPSEC things here or there. I, I should have applied it to myself, but I never did because I'm fucking stupid, but. No, I don't know. I have a, I have like a, you know, I guess my ENS is sort of like a a public, like IQ test I've given to people, right? Like having my ENS in bio has been like a, uh, like how much can you, is it actually in your bio? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. (laughs) I know, dude, this is like the funniest thing is like, I have, I have been, uh, talking to girls and they've, they've been like trying to assess my net worth and it's like never once occurred to them to check like the, Oh, you really do have it in your fucking, (laughs) that's funny. Yeah. And it's like, obviously, I don't have like all of my money in there, right? Like, I yeah. it, it's sort of a like, and at this point, I've sort of set it up as like a treasure hunt, right? Where you can like look back through all of my shit, find the connected wallets, uh, find deeper connected wallets, find wallets connected by like on different chains on stuff. And like, if you really want to go and like look for it, you keep finding like additional like uh, Easter eggs and shit like that. You know, what's but, honestly the easiest thing to do is just send it through an exchange because they change the wallet addresses. So if you send your, if you send it from a Dex to like uh, a separate wallet to a centralized exchange that yeah, address changes I, I, that's, all the time. That's what I do when I actually like want to like obfuscate something that I'm doing. Most of the time I don't really care. And I think it's kind of funny that people yeah. like watch it. I keep my public wallet. I have to actually update. I have to actually buy the ENS again. I think um, I got the public one that I, I trade my shit coins on and I have the uh, NFTs on. But other than that one, I don't, I like to keep it my real one on the DL. 
Yeah, no, like I, I have my my public one is on like my tracer that I just carry around everywhere and whatever. And the uh, the the other stuff that I have is on that Keystone now that I have. Mm. Are you on one of those? That's cool. I got the Keystone Pro, the the air gapped Keystone Pro hardware wallet that can't connect to your computer in any way. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no, literally. So the way the way that it does transactions and that it signs things is like it has a camera on it and it like scans QR codes and then it presents QR codes for your like computer and stuff. Yeah. Like it's this it's this insane series of wallet like, connect you, things you flashing QR codes back and forth between things to get anything to work. That's annoying. But it's, it's, I guess it's, it's more funny secure. though. Like, I guess, yeah. And that's, that's the other thing is like the point of a hardware wallet is to be fucking difficult to use so that like once you move the funds to it, you don't, you don't like touch them again. Right. Yes, exactly. So it fulfills that perfectly because I never want to fucking use it ever. <laughs> My friend used to just use the, uh, that's why I have paper wallets. My friend used to use paper wallets. Um, but like those are, that's like the, the, uh, theoretically the most secure, but the OG, the OG Bitcoiners preferred yeah, method, right? Exactly. I had one before and then I got, and I lost the, uh, seed for, and I was like, okay, I never want this again. I like, yeah, it. Well, it, it's like, dude, okay. Like, am I going to spend fucking 90 minutes setting up like a, some, you know, like it doesn't have to be some weird, like paper cipher thing that you go and yeah. you pick from the approved list of key phrases. And it's just, it's this huge, big ordeal. And like, it made sense to me when I was like, 15 years old buying drugs on the internet i was like oh yeah like this is something i have the time for and i can learn about and now i'm just like wow what a what a totally retarded idea if i wasn't like the kind of person who like trades his shit actively i would just get like a one of those like metal ones that you can like scratch the uh the key phrase and put that in like a lockbox or something but i don't do that i don't just send it to it and never touch it so it's just not gonna work one day, I hope to be the kind of guy who just is like, here's, I'm sending Bitcoin to my wallet. And I'm never touching it ever again. But I'm not that guy. Not That's that what guy everyone now. says, though. Like, everyone is like, I love Bitcoin. And in 10 years, I hope to have enough money to invest in it. <laughs> like, <laughs> everyone is That's just why like, Bitcoin you know, 2 is the, the future. Bitcoin 2 is, in fact, the future, right? Like, everyone, everyone is saying, oh, Bitcoin blew up too fast. Well, if, if only, right? If only <laughs> there was a second chance for you. Right? <laughs> if only there was a second chance and you don't need a wait 30 minutes between each transaction you don't you don't need to wait 30 minutes between each transaction and you can in fact log on and buy it now that would mm-hmm. be crazy that would be and sick. It's, it's insane it's insane that this is not financial advice i am not a financial advisor that it's going to exactly the same price as <laughs> this was not financial advice i am not a financial advisor do not take my advice we're just guys on the internet speaking we're not financial advisors whatsoever this is all an elaborate, uh, well, it's not a LARP, really. Uh, not a LARP. It's an elaborate We're just degenerate. Right? We're just retarded. This is an elaborate friendship. This is an elaborate. <laughs> this is an elaborate friendship that you're being exposed. I need to turn my mic down. I'm clipping as shit, dude. Yeah, that, I need to I'm stop clipping. It. I clip every I, single time, though. I need to stop, like, deep-throating the mic or something, dude. I'm, I'm way up uh, I'm way up in this fucking, uh, hey. yeah, we're, we are too close. Look at that glizzy ultrasound. That oh, fucking yeah. echolocation of the glizzy. I do like the ability to just like lean in and clip the fuck out of the mic, dude. Like it is kind of fun. <laughs> Especially We're fucking wild in today. Dude, it, it displays <laughs> it. <laughs> it. Well, it displays it on my little, so I have like this little readout and I have these green bars that go up and down with the volume level. Right. And at a certain point it, it tops out. And it, it just says like, uh, like danger, danger, like do not go past this. And then if you push it just a little bit farther, <laughs> <laughs> I, it also like, uh, so do you remember the Sam Hyde interview that he had with that journo where, uh, like every, every single time that he laughed, he would lean in and just clip the fuck <laughs> out of his mic. He would just be like, <laughs> <laughs> it was, the, it was the Joe Bernstein interview, right? Yeah. That, that, that permanently stuck in my head as like a comedic device, right? <laughs> like every single time I have a mic and I have the ability to clip it and I'm laughing, I'm sitting there like, don't do it, Lucas. Like, don't, <laughs> don't do the Sam Hyde laugh clip, man. Don't do it. <laughs> that's That's powerful. Our audience just loves our ear rapes. That's the thing about them. That's their favorite thing. Yeah, we've they had keep our coming ASMR episodes, and then we've had uh, whatever the opposite of ASMR. Dude, you know what's weird about ASMR, though? So that that acronym, right? Like Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response, right? That is completely made-up bullshit jargon. It means nothing. 
Oh, really? Like it's yeah, it's it like it's literally a combination of words that like some Redditor thought sounded like cool or something. Like there's no there's no such thing like as a, a meridian response. No, like it it's literally like a uh it, it just like a, a fucking meme term that's that everyone awesome. assumes must be in some way like medically backed by something. That's fucking great marketing. It it was it's just such it's such an insane redditism to me that you know one hundred percent there was some guy who like confidently asserted this made up bullshit and it sounded like scientific enough and the rest of them were all like oh so true so and true king I've heard of that before yeah yeah I mentioned I've heard that in college the marine yeah. response <laughs> yeah it, it's been like propagated forever like it's just that's that's one of the most beautiful examples of like the Reddit hive psychology also. And like, especially because ASMR itself is already like, uh, you know, like it, it's sort of pinnacle Reddit. I think like mm-hmm. when I think, when I think about what the, the content equivalent of the Reddit mentality is, it's ASMR. Yeah. That's the thing. Um, the, I don't fucking know. My brain just fucking farted. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm I, like, there's a lot of people who are listening to me right now and they're like, Oh, but, but Lucas, like, how am I going to, oh, how am I going to get my sleep cummies without my ASMR? My sleep cummies. <laughs> That's actually, no, and I remembered, uh, it's just, it's just a complete tangent, uh, by, based on what I said before, I just really fucking love when you can make something up and someone's like, Oh yeah, I fucking heard of that before, dude. I know all about that. That's my favorite I, thing I, on the planet. That, that was another one of the things that I noticed hanging out in all of like the cities with all the like big academic people uh-huh. was like, uh, that's really, you know, like when you say, when you're saying something and like people just are, they're like listening, but not necessarily like they don't get it. Uh, down here, they'll be like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And in cities, they'll be like, I know, I know. Yes. Like things like, like, oh, I've heard of that before. Oh, yeah. Like, well, well, it's just like subtle, like the the little conversation advancers they have or like the things that they say to considerately let you know that they're listening are Mm -hmm. instead of just being like, uh, like little pokes to let you know they're still there. They're like an affirmation that like, yes, I like I'm on the same page, sir. Like, I understand. I I, I know all this. Like, it's just a little subtle tweak, but it's Mm -hmm. it's very noticeable to make them. It's like so they can get leverage on you. So, you know, that they're still in power and control. I yeah I, I don't know it's it's it just felt like a uh, like you can never know less than the other person ever. Mm-hmm. It's all chess maybe game. maybe they did know it all. Maybe I was just uh, they might have they might have, but yeah. you never know because you you got fucking you got fucking in their frame. You got cucked, bro. I got lost. I got frame cucked. You I got lost, frame cucked for real, frame. dude. That's the problem. I have, you lost frame. I, I have. I've been losing the frame a lot lately. That's I'm the thing about you. Me. You've been. You're known for losing your frame, and I think you need to get on and get together, man. I am not known for. Losing <laughs> my, I, am, I am known for holding on to my fucking frame for dear life, dude. I can be, and the frame, the frame can be a frame that nobody else in the entire universe would ever want to associate with. Like the frame, like I'm a bisexual be, rabbit. Like, well, the frame could be like I, I. I can't even say this because somebody would like clip it out of context and it was like fucking rude. But like, you know what? The frame could be like insisting that this Roman towel boy is the most beautiful. Uh, you know, yes. I mean, we all, we all the know where we're going. Young boy. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody else is going to want to touch this shit uh, and, and get behind it forever. I will, I will be out there dying in the streets, right? Like massacring myself for the bit. And I do love that she saw the, the meme. That is like I, I know. I also like the other thing is like when I when I when I saw like the numbers that it was doing in terms of impressions, I realized at some point, oh, she is going to see this. And I like sent multiple people a message and I said, like, the ideal outcome of this is if she sees it and pretends to be so offended that her video getting offended makes its own like viral like repeat of this uh-huh. whole thing. And she did it. She did. Yeah, she did on IG. She did it. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a fucking because that was how I wanted gold her to spend the shit right. That's an Oscar like, in the internet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I, I didn't want her. Uh, I mean, ideally, it would be it would be best if she would do that and then message me privately saying thank you for 10xing my engagement across all platforms. It's epic that I'm retired now as a result of your pedophile joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, we unfortunately, I guess, didn't get to that point. But you know, we don't always. She's Italian. Always, she doesn't understand uh, yeah, how the probably, internet works. They probably so don't understand like viral marketing. Or she something. barely has whatever, light and electricity, so you know. 
Yeah, but I did. I do like, and it's like the same thing with like the girl who like backlit her pussy through the dress in that one video. It's <laughs> yeah. like, it's like I, I, did I forgot this. about that. Right, and like I, I made, I made this joke at your expense, and I want the way that the universe resolves this to be you getting a fucking bag, right? Like I want, I want you to fucking make it as a result of me like making this joke. That's the only way any of this can be like right and just and fair in the world, and. uh it's just it's it's good to see when that shit happens. And it was also great because that's the ideal way for her to play it, right? If she came out and like acted offended, like that's the ideal way to engagement farm what happened and like it it was just like strategically the best. Mm-hmm. I it was I was proud. I it was beautiful, right? Yes. I I think that was one of the uh you'll be known for that forever. People were going to be mentioning the so, towel boy dude, it's for, so, for a decade. Right. It's so funny too because like there's that guy who like initially made uh like the 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 base tweet of that with like the same exact video. Mm-hmm. Uh and his was just like uh he he basically his joke was just him coming out and saying that he is like a pedophile and she's so hot and oh damn fuck fuck man. Uh and I was like, you know, that's not quite as nuanced as uh, I think the people <laughs> would like. And I, I, I combined a few, uh, you know, like right wing in jokes and made it a little more subtle, mm-hmm. had some more fun with it. Uh, and I, I think honestly the Roman towel boy phrasing, like, I think that was really, the, that's uh, the kill. That's the, the, that's the, pop, right? That like, is the cherry on top. It had the, the towel boy phrasing really carried shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, but anyway, this guy, anytime that thing gets reposted, this guy literally has like a mental breakdown in the comments. He's like, he's like I made like, that joke first. I made it. I made it. I made the pederasty joke first like it's my pederasty joke <laughs> own you got cut he yeah, got frame cooked for real dude, i know he's so he's so funny about it too and he'll like he'll, he has uh he has like his little gang of friends and he'll tag he'll be like quote tweet me bro like <laughs> quote, quote, <laughs> this guy like he gets so upset he last time he got posted he like quote tweeted this was my joke he's taking credit for my joke again i i like just commented ratioing him a bunch and he eventually like, <laughs> got, got mad and blocked me but here's the thing dude here's the thing when he made his joke do you know what he did what? He deleted and privated his account. Oh, cringe. That's exactly. why. Because you're a cuck, dude. You, exactly. You, uh, the universe and God hates pussies. It hates you pussies. Cannot, that's the thing. You, you cannot, like, that's the thing. I went, I spent two days in the responses convincing everybody without the the real a work. shadow of a doubt that I thought that this woman was like a man. Like This I, is like I, this is like I how BlackBerry it. invented the touchscreen phone, but no one cares because iPhone really, like, put it over. Right, because you know it, I mean? it doesn't, they nobody did the cares about who did it first. They care about who did it best exactly right? they put you and put the was, time and the actual effort in, and that's why you were rewarded and he does he gets zero clout that's his fault and he's he's a weird cringe deleter guy who hides mm-hmm. when a bunch of people with rainbow flags in their bios come and say nasty stuff to him right it's uh yeah you can't cower from the alphabet gang you know what i'm saying you I don't can't know, I, that, that was a situation where like you know in the same way that i'm saying that uh like that the the towel boy girl like i'm i'm pleased with the way that she handled it and the way that she clout farmed it mm-hmm. i am like horrified by the way that this other guy has cuz i literally like i so he commented in the responses to the towel boy thing be like oh this is my joke and i like responded to him being like ah stop exposing me like and you know how like if the op, <laughs> if the OP responds to a comment it like boosts their comment uh-huh. right Cause like nobody would oh, know that seen his thing. Yeah. And it was like, and I retweeted his thing and like, I went and commented on his, pr- and it was like, I, I put on a show that like directly led people to his profile mm-hmm. and gave him engagement. Oh, you quote tweeted him anyway. So he, they saw his joke. It just wasn't as good. Like I basically, the, the important thing though, is I engaged with him a bunch while that was ongoing to give him as much runoff from that as possible. And like, instead of recognizing what was going on here, he, he was like, Oh, like this, this is fuck this guy. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, I don't know. It, it's just, it's so lame, dude. Like I, people steal my shit all the time, right? Like my pin tweet is stolen. Like th- there's that guy with the long hair who just posts all of my shit on TikTok. Like yeah, people he post my shit on Facebook and Instagram. Like I get shown my shit by like real life accounts or re- real life friends who are like sending it to me on like a fairly weekly basis at this point. It's not, mm-hmm. It's not like a weird, rare thing that I uh, that I have somebody steal my thing, and I'm never like, "Oh my god!" Like this person is. It really just comes back to you, like, ultimately. Yeah, 
Like, that's the thing. Like, people can steal it, but it's good for them. But the universe has a rule where, like, if somebody steals your joke through some pathway, nobody really knows how. It's determined by, like, the Lord, our Savior. But there's always going to be some pathway where, like, 5% of their their runoff gets sent to you as, like, a royalty in cloud. I don't know how it works, but it just happens that way. And so, like, if you go out and you get pissed off about people stealing your shit, uh, it like fundamentally demonstrates that you don't understand the way the universe works. And also it, it kind of shows everybody that, yeah, you know, it's a little bit of a scarcity mindset. Yeah. Right. right? Like you can't make your own jokes. What do you, what are you fucking gatekeeping or what do you like? Uh, it's not gatekeeping, but it's like, yeah, yeah. Scarce. You're scarce. You're holding yeah, on to it. It's like, Oh, like, guarding. Like, you're like, like you guarding your, your one joke. Like just make another funny joke. Right. Just be funny again. Yeah, it's not like, are you, are you done? Are you washed? Is it over? (laughs) You're washed. You're dirt, dirt, uh, dirt water. What is it? Dog water. That's what the Zoomers say. Dog water. You're washed. It's over. Well, they say that. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a a little bit older now, but dog water was like funny last year for them. Maya had a whole thing on why like content uh, being like totally devoid of uh, ownership was like big. Charlie came back and did like a big thing, incorporated into whole like the Milady lore, basically, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, now it's just independently getting accepted by like the right wingosphere. Yeah, that, like who cares about like stealing content, right? Like it's just you know, like, yeah, it, no. it, it it comes back to you in some way. You can't, it always does. Uh, yeah. Like, well, now that see the thing is, people were a lot more uh, scared, felt scarcity about it before when the when the sphere was a lot smaller, right? Now the sphere is at the center. Like we were, just, I opened the show with like you know Sam Hyde is like following right. Our Twitter sphere is, yeah. is generating a lot of the, like the jokes that become that go down the cultural. Well, I, I think this, river. this is sort of like a macro view of what happens uh, on a micro level when these people get mad, right? It's like people get mad before they've realized that they can consistently reproduce results, and after they've consistently realized they can reproduce results they don't care about it anymore. Right. Yeah. Like it, it just becomes like, okay, you can have that one. Uh, I'll do another one this morning. I don't know what it is, but it's just going to happen. Right. Exactly. And like, I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's something where like you do need a few uh, examples of success before you can start like believing in yourself. There's very few people who have the self gaslighting delusive capabilities to just endlessly believe that you can produce things you've never produced before. Uh, and it usually either renders them like weird homeless crackheads or billionaires. It's like yeah. a 99 to one ratio, right? Yes. Like Charlie is actually a really good example of, uh, of somebody who's falling into like the billionaire category, right? Is he said, I he's, he's been saying for years, basically like, I'm going to create a new internet and totally control all culture by like this point. And it was like, this is like, uh, I mean, it's like you run a good Twitter account, I guess. But that's like, <laughs> you know, like you don't have a, like a lot to be like saying that based off of. And then gradually, like every year it becomes more and more like, oh, holy fuck. Like, yeah, you might be actually able to do that. Like, oh, he's actually going to do it. Like, holy shit. <laughs> hey, so some people are just have that like that messiah complex and sometimes it pays off. Yeah, well, it's the same for like every, uh, you know, like this is the the billionaire meme, right? Is like Bezos was like, no, I'm I'm going to uh, I'm going to have like a trillion dollars or whatever, like before anybody even had like a billion. Yeah, and everyone was like, uh, like that's a little bit kooky, man. Like that, I mean, just like calm down, dude. And now it's like, oh no, like the dude was serious. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's kind of crazy when you think about it. I don't know. I wish I had that. I mean, I, I've always had like self confidence, but I never had like messianic self-confidence and that's i know and, that's, and, and i was unfortunately not gifted that you sit there you sit there patting yourself on the back and being like oh yeah like congratulations lucas like you're you're doing such a good job being realistic and you're not deluding yourself and then it's like okay but like is this good like it, it seems pretty clear at this point that a certain level of total delusion towards specific domains is actually like highly beneficial and without it you're never gonna make it right mm-hmm. In the same way that like, you know, I had that, I had that tweet about, uh, like positivity, right? Where like, everyone's like, oh yeah, be positive. Like, you know, be po-. nobody, nobody really knows what that means. Uh, mostly because it's like a therapy word that they're all very like averse to at this point. But it's basically just that like, are you spinning everything that happens to you into something good or is everything bad somehow? Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's literally just like a, how do you view fucking everything? Right. So like I, 
<laughs> I I know somebody who got fucking smoked by a truck, right? And they broke their ribs. They like punctured their lung. <laughs> they uh they fractured their cheekbone. And they're just like they're like turning the whole thing into like a bizarre, funny story for me in uh, in the hospital bed, like sending selfies like, dude, look how fucked up I am. Like, I, mm. <laughs> and this isn't like this isn't like a guy where it's like reasonable for him to be like laughing at his like fucked up cheekbone. Like this was a chick. So it's like that's a big deal. Like when a girl breaks her fucking cheekbone, dude, uh, mm. she's not having a good I mean, she shouldn't be having a good time. But if she is having a good time, it's like, wow, like that is uh that is a really fucking cool trait in somebody yeah, actually because that's true. you know like i've dealt with a lot of the opposite and it is not fun it is not a good time when you're dealing with somebody where like it's like oh okay the uber is three minutes late and she's crying like <laughs> you know like oh like she got a she got a down thumb in the group chat and she's cut herself like it's, just, it's not it's not fun to deal with somebody who is so hypersensitive to fucking everything that's going on and they're constantly like, uh, you know, I mean, you, you know, people, I'm sure like this in your life, right? Yes, Where yes. They're great people. Maybe, maybe, I guess, uh, fine intentions, maybe, <laughs> but, but just everyone around them is constantly afflicted by like this evil, dark cloud that just mm -hmm. comes and like rains shit on them to the point where like, it's like, I can't point to like a specific thing that you're doing. That's like fucking with me, but mm -hmm. I know that when I go away from you, suddenly everything is so much better, right? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you're not necessarily bad, but like, I have to avoid you because it's just better for my life, right? Yeah. And everything, and then it's it's so it's so bizarre. Like, I think this is like how luck is formed, too. Right? This is how luck is formed. So that's actually funny enough. Um, some people are very lucky, and I wish I had this trait. Um, Shower has been trying to teach me luck, but luck is very much a you kind of like meme it into existence and continue yeah, well, to make I, I think it. Muff, yeah, it, it exactly. Cause it's like, if you go around viewing everything that happens to you as like good and lucky, do you think that more good and lucky things happen to you? Or do you think that it, things just keep getting worse forever? Right? You also have to consider like your brain is like to be, for me to be again, like autistic about it. Your brain is a pattern sensing like entity, right? The whole point of it is to be able to find congruency in like reality's chaos, right? So if you view everything as like an opportunity, no matter what it is, all that your brain starts to do is look for more opportunities. And then that's when luck is generated, right? It's yeah. an opportunity. And then you're acting on that opportunity. So if you always are just like, if you lose that like scarcity mindset about things that happen, like, oh, I was on my, it was my only chance. It's like, no, you have infinite chances. And as long they're as your brain always, is always, looking always for going them. on forever. And this crypto is actually like a really weird domain that like illustrates this in almost like a 2D plane. It parses everything down to like the most base level of clarity because everyone will always like, you know, you, you fuck up the one trade. Oh my God, if I bought this and sold this here, I would have made 120 times this sum of money, right? Uh, but then you sit there like regret spiraling for the next three days. And mm -hmm. over those next three days, there's like four identical opportunities that you missed because you were sitting there crying. Exactly. And the thing is, you always have to just be like, there's always another trade. In fact, the part that is actually the reality of the whole trading game is that it's never the there's always more up. The part that you, you lose the money like by like making bad decisions and like making and like having bad low um, discipline, right? So you can like you whittle your your cash, your like reserves down. But if you realize that as long as you catch ups, even if it's small amounts of ups and you just and there's always going to be amounts of ups, it compounds on itself and then you make a lot of money. Right. Yeah. So it's just being open to the fact that there's always more opportunity. It's just a matter if you don't fuck yourself up in the meantime between each opportunity. Right. And that's kind of life in general. And life in general is like keep your eyes open because there's an opportunity every single day. It's yeah. just a matter of can you like maintain your reserves between each well, opportunity by not like having a fucking meltdown. You got to trust yourself a little is the thing, right? And you've got to understand also like, do I, do I trust myself enough to say that this is not like, this is not where I should be entering? That's the mm -hmm. big thing is sometimes, sometimes you see an opportunity and everybody tells you it's really good and it seems really obvious. And like, uh, if you just don't feel right about it, like even if it goes and it was right in retrospect, like you should probably listen to yourself because that's the only way you know, like yeah. when you start relying on like external resources, that's when shit gets really, really fucky. Like mm -hmm. I had, I mean, fuck this trading relationships, everything. Like I had one relationship specifically where, uh, everyone said, no, nah, dude, she's good. Uh, <laughs> and like my first impression when I met her was like texting everyone being like, dude, this is a whore. Uh, <laughs> this is like, this is a, this is, 
<laughs> this is like a shape-shifting lizard slot, right? And, uh, <laughs> and everyone was like, no, dude, like, I've known her for, like, fucking, like, 10 years. Like, she's great. She's great. And uh, I will say, uh, I, sh- I should have trusted myself a little bit. You got to trust, the, you gotta trust the, the gut. You know, that's a good, ultimately, you have to have faith in your intuition because your intuition typically is just like an amalgamation of your entire life experience being, like, communicated to you all at once, right? And you might not know the particulars in the moment, but your intuition typically is built off of like real things, right? I tend yeah. to trust my gut every time now. When he gets older, he won't sound like this anymore, 